Wonderful. Hey, how's it going? Welcome online as well. It's good to have you with us. We're going to continue our series this week called Kingdom Carriers. And uh, Jesus sets out this mandate for his ministry that we've been looking at in Luke 4. And we've been taking it piece by piece over the last few weeks. Today we're looking at the phrase, recovery of sight for the blind. And we're going to be talking about being carriers of healing. I'm going to share some stories we're going to look at the passage together, uh, and then we'll have an opportunity to actually pray for some people later on in the service, which I'm very excited about, because I just believe that God's going to do some stuff today, and I, and I hope that you feel that in your heart as well, and I hope that through sharing some stories, we can build some faith, and we'll get excited, because you know, God, he just loves to pour out healing, and I know, I'm just excited to see what he does a bit later on, so we'll find out, won't we, together. So before we get there, a bunch of you will know that each summer, we take our young people away to a summer festival, and it's, it's one of the best times of the year. The festival is called Dreaming the Impossible. We saw a little video earlier about the road trip. Well, this is like the bigger version of the road trip, okay? And uh, it's a place where we do just that. We dream the impossible, and we see God do the impossible a lot of the time as well. So we get to spend five days together. I've got some pictures um, from last summer where we, we do camping, we do eating, there's sports and cafes. I don't know if you've got my, my pictures up there. You might, you might see some. But it's amazing. There's lots of activities going on. Last week we did a bit of like crazy golf and there was a silent disco. And uh, we have worship meetings as well of incredible times of worship and teaching ministry. There you go. You can see a few flicks from last summer. And uh, we get to see God do some amazing things in the ministry times, right? Young people give their lives to Jesus for the first time. People get healed of physical illnesses. We see people setting free from addiction and depression. Young people hear God's voice about their purpose, their calling in life. New friends are made. Old friendships are deepened. And it's such a good time. I seriously, I would encourage all of our young people, come with us this summer. It's really, really going to be good. You, you've, got to, you've got to book on. And parents, if you have a young person in your house, then make it a priority for them to come with us, all right? We've got one month to go until the early bird tickets go, okay? so the end of February. The price goes up. I would seriously encourage you to book on right now because you get the best price and then you can worry about whose tent you're going to sleep in later and who, you know, what all the clothes you're going to wear and all that. That can come afterwards. Make sure you book in so you don't miss out. All right? It's going to be really good. You can find the details yet on our webpage. That's our webpage. So you can click on the link there. All the ticket details, all that stuff. Um, yeah, do that. It's going to be really good. I'm going to share a couple of stories from last summer as well because there was some good stuff that went on to encourage us. Uh, so two stories of healing that happened last summer at DTI. The first one, a guy called Josh. Okay, you might know Josh. Okay, his dad sometimes stands up on stage up here. And uh, he came to the minibus. He turned up ready to go on crutches. Okay, and uh, he managed to injure himself days before coming away on camp. Typical, a typical teenager. Sprained his ankle. He couldn't put any weight on it. But he was desperate to come, right? And he came with us, and we were determined that God could heal his ankle. And he was keen to get some prayer. So in the first night, we got together, and we started praying for healing for his ankle. And nothing happened. Nothing changed. He couldn't feel any difference. He couldn't, still couldn't put weight on his ankle. So the next day, we had a game to play, as you do when you're on a youth camp. And it was capture the flag, right? And so we were at the university campus. Uh, we managed to find a wheelchair from somewhere. And the idea was we had to go around as a whole youth group and find people who were in fancy dress, and they were hiding in trees, OK? Uh, or behind buildings. Or, and uh, as you can see, the ground is um, 
a little bit uneven, okay? So there was, there was lots of grass and undulating hills, and um, we, I was pushing Josh in this wheelchair. I think there's a picture of him in the wheelchair, just to prove. Yeah, there was us. I look a little bit tired. We were literally racing around as fast as I could. I was pushing him in the wheelchair. We were going up and down hills all around corners, two wheels at some points around corners, that kind of... Because we're not going to lose, right? We're not going to let a wheelchair slow us down. We were so competitive, and um, it was a lot of fun, but we were so worn out at the end. <sighs> anyway... Then it got to the second night, and Josh was still determined that he wanted to have some healing for his ankle. And we were too, and so we prayed again during the ministry time. And do you know what? Something happened. There was something happened in his ankle. He could tell there was a difference. And so we said, why don't you try it out? Why don't you stand up and just try? And, and so he slowly kind of like stepped on his ankle, and he, oh, and it, it held up, and he was like, oh, this is a bit weird. And I was like, well, go on, do, do a bit more, go on. Like, so he started like walking around, and then you know, he got a little bit more confident with every step he took, and, and suddenly he was like, oh. And, and we're like, slow down, slow down, Josh. Don't, don't overdo it, don't overdo it. But it was amazing. Like God had healed his ankle, and he'd gone from sitting in a wheelchair to literally like six hours later, he was jumping in the worship at the end of the meeting. And it, it was just amazing. Yeah, it was... Praise God, all right? Praise God, because it, so, it was so exciting because our youth group obviously had seen the journey. They'd seen him getting pushed around in the wheelchair, and suddenly he was jumping up and down. And uh, later on, he went off to play football. No, he didn't go and play football, okay? He, he was actually very sensible, and he said, Do you know what, Dave? I think I'm just going to watch football. Do you, I, I, you know, I don't want to overdo it too much. And uh, the thing I was wondering about was, why couldn't God have done it the night before, right? Rather than waiting for me to push him around in the wheelchair, up and down hills and round corners. And oh, man, I, I think it's because God's got a sense of humor, right? I think that's, that's, pro- that's probably what it is. Okay, the second story of healing from DTI was one of our youth teams. So that night after Joshua got healed, all right, Esther came to us and she grabbed the youth group all around. And she was like, guys, I would love for you to pray for my leg, okay? And she's, she had this thing where one leg was shorter than the other. It might be something that you've had experience of. And, um, but it meant that her back was really crooked. And whenever she walked, it hurt her back. And actually, she had to wear an insert in her shoe to, to level her up, okay, so she could walk around. And so she showed us, and we could see one leg was shorter than the other. And we all gathered around, and we prayed. And each of the young people prayed for her for healing. Because Everyone gets to play. That's part of who we are as the vineyard, isn't it? Everyone gets to play. Everyone gets to pray. So each person in the youth group, we were all praying. And what was incredible was you could see at the end the difference. Her leg had actually grown out. It, it, was, just, it was just incredible. Like, you, you could see like one was shorter than the other. And then by the end of the prayer, like both, both were level. had come out. And she stood up. She took the insert out of her shoe. And she walked around. And it was the first time she said she, her back just felt level again and she was walking around and we talked to her yesterday. She's not had to put it back in her shoe for like the whole time. So like that's since the summer to now. She said, I mean, yeah. So actual, actual healing, right? And, and it, it, just, it just blew our minds. It blew our minds like in the youth group. Like, man, what faith it built in our, our young people and just to see God do something incredible like that. And uh, do you know, there was so much more as well. But I just wanted to share those two stories, and to say, make sure you book on to DTI in the summer. And if that's not enough, all right, Kim is going to return with waffles, okay, again next summer. Those of you guys who were there last year, you know Kim served waffles with Alarine, and they were very good. So anyway, God heals today. It's not just in the pages of the Bible that we see him healing people. Actually, he does it today, and it's not just at summer festivals either. Actually, he does it in their everyday life as well. A few weeks ago, here at church, I prayed for a guy, hey, 
sitting over there at the moment, hey? And uh, his neck was frozen, and um, we prayed for it, and instantly it was healed. And he was stood up here, and he was just turning around. He'd never been so excited to see the clock at the back of the room, honestly. <laughs> he could turn his neck all the way around, and it was amazing, the instant healing that God did. And I was healed of asthma a few years ago, and I came, and I, I actually shared that one morning here at church, and somebody else came up for prayer for a similar condition, a breathing condition, and um, we prayed, and he received healing. And then months later, he came up to me, and he said, he couldn't believe how much fitter and healthier he was since God had healed him of this, this breathing condition and he was able to be much fitter and his work didn't tire him out. And it was just amazing. God heals now and we, we just see it. We see it all the time. We're so blessed to see it. And so healing is a sign of the kingdom. And as, as carriers of the kingdom, we have the immense privilege of being able to release healing into our world. And so we're going to do that today. We're going to learn about more how we can do that. I would love to be able to activate some more praying for healing, to encourage you to give it a go today, to take a risk, to step out. It's, it's well exciting. I love, I love praying for healing. I think I hadn't done it until I was like, I don't know, 20 or something. I spent my whole you know, kids' years, I didn't know that it could, it could happen, right? So then I, I found out that I could do it, and I've just been praying more and more for people. And the more I pray, the more I see people get healed. And it doesn't happen every time. Sometimes people don't get healed, but the more I pray, the more I see people do get healed, which is quite exciting. So we're going to turn to the Bible passage now, and I share stories like that because it builds faith, and it's important just to to encourage one another. And so if you're online and you might want to share a story of healing, you can put it in the chat section to build faith for people online. That would be really cool as well. We're going to turn to Luke chapter 4, so if you've got your phone and you want to turn with us and you can or if you've got a paper one you can do that as well and uh, yeah we're going to read we're going to read so we're going to start with our text for the series which is Luke chapter 4 verse 18 and 19 and uh, it's going to be up on the screen as well so verse 18 let me read for us the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. So this is Jesus speaking. He's basically saying, this is what I'm here to do. The spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners. And this is the bit we're focusing on, recovery of sight for the blind. So he's talking about physical blindness here. He might be talking about spiritual blindness as well. But I really believe it's physical healing that Jesus came to bring as well. And we see that all through the Gospels, don't we? We see that wherever he goes, people get healed. And so we're going to read a couple of accounts of Jesus healing people. So if you want to swipe right and come to uh, Luke chapter 5 or turn the page. Luke chapter 5, starting from verse 12. going to read these couple of stories and then this is where we're going to kind of pull some stuff out of as well. So verse 12. While Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came along who was covered with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he fell with his face to the ground and begged him, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man and said, I am willing, be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. Then Jesus ordered him, don't tell anyone, but go and show yourself to the priests and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing 
as a testimony to them. So basically, go and get yourself checked out. Like we would go to the doctor and say, look at me, am, am I healed? Basically, he was saying, go, go to the priest and he can tell you whether you've really been healed, all right? So go and test it out. And the man goes away and he's pray, he praises God and, and people, people, crowds of people come to have their healing as well. Okay, let's skip down to verse 17. One day Jesus was teaching and the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were sitting there and they had come from every village in Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem all, all around to come and see Jesus. And the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal those who were ill. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. But when they couldn't find a way through the crowd to get in there, they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd, right in front of Jesus. Imagine the sight. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven. Hmm? The Pharisees and the teachers of the law begin thinking to themselves, Who is this fellow? I love the, uh, the English there. Who is this fellow who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Jesus knew what they were thinking and asked, why are you thinking these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man, that's Jesus, has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. And immediately he took his mat and stood up in front of them, took what he'd been lying on, and went home praising God. Everyone was amazed and gave praise to God. They were filled with awe and said, we have seen remarkable things today. Amazing stories. Huh? That's kind of what we were feeling like earlier, wasn't it, when we were sharing stories. So three quick things I'm going to share about releasing healing, and then I want to get praying for some people. So here we go. Firstly, I want us to notice that Jesus is willing to heal. We see that in the first story, don't we? Jesus says, I am willing. Be clean. So Jesus was a man followed by a large crowd of people. He spoke to big audiences. Important people came to listen to Jesus. Pharisees and scribes, they were like the celebrities of the day, okay? And this man, who was an outcast, he, was, he had leprosy. That would have meant he wouldn't be able to go to any parties, all right? He comes to Jesus, and he wants to be clean. And Jesus could have said, actually, I've got a big meeting to go to. I just, just, need, to, I just need to go. And, uh, but actually, he doesn't. He stops, and he cares for this man. And he says, you know what? I am willing. Be clean. And maybe, maybe we say that about ourselves, or you think, you know, I'm, I'm not important enough for Jesus to heal me. I'm, I'm not important enough for Jesus to heal me. Maybe I'm, I'm not really a very good Christian. I don't really serve on five teams at church yet, and I'm not part of a small group. Maybe God doesn't want to heal me. Maybe, maybe you think, Actually, I'm here today, and I'm not, even, I'm, not even, I'm not even calling myself a Christian. Surely God doesn't want to heal me. Actually, that's not true. Jesus really wants to heal everybody. Anybody here today can receive healing from Jesus. He is willing. He cares enough about you. Secondly, when we think about praying for healing, I really want to encourage us to pray like Jesus prays. Let's notice the prayers that Jesus uses, all right? So we're looking in verse 13. Really, really profound prayer. He reaches out his hand, touches a man, maybe puts, him, puts his hand on the shoulder like we do. And he says, be clean. Okay, nice and simple. Short prayers. And the next one, he says, get up. Okay, again, just two words to bring healing. Isn't that amazing? And 
do we hear the tone of those words as well? He's, they're actually commands. He's speaking to the condition. He's speaking to the illness. He's not pleading with the illness. Oh, please, please, would you be healed? And, oh, Lord, in your mercy, would you please heal this person? And, you know, it's, it's not bad to come to the Lord like that with reverence. I think that's really important. But actually, Jesus knows that he has been given authority over sickness. He knows that he's been given authority to forgive sins as well, to command healing. And this is in the second story we see. Jesus actually says, which is easier, to forgive sins or or to heal? He knows that God has given him authority. And actually, earlier in the passage, it says that the power of the Lord was with him to bring healing. So the power comes from the Holy Spirit working through us. And he's given us authority to release that power, to release healing. So it's not actually up to us. This is the third thing I was going to say. It's not actually down to us to release the healing. The power comes from the Lord. But we have been given authority to release that power. So the pressure's off. You don't have to like, you know, actually conjure healing out of your fingers or anything. It's not like trying really hard like, to like heal somebody. Actually, we can just chill. And we pray and we get to watch what God does, which is so fun. And Jesus, he loves to share this because we see that he's been given authority. But actually, later on in Luke 9, Jesus sends out his 12 disciples and gives them power and authority to cast out demons and heal the sick. And then again in Luke 10, he sends out 72 disciples to go and do the same, to cast out demons and heal the sick and tell people that the kingdom of God has come near. And so when we pray, we can pray with confidence, knowing that God has given us authority to do that. And we can command sickness to leave in Jesus' name. Okay, one more thing I'd just like to share before we start praying for some people. Isn't it interesting that Jesus chooses to forgive the man when he gets lowered through the roof first, before he heals him? I mean, obviously, he can see that the man has just been lowered in by a mat. He he needs to walk, right? That's like his biggest need, isn't it? But actually, Jesus knows that actually that's not the man's biggest need. I mean, also he says later it's to show that he has authority to forgive sins as well as to heal. But I also believe that actually it's because forgiveness is just as important, if not more important, than healing. And I encourage that for us today as well, that actually if you're here today and you've not received Jesus' forgiveness, you've not said yes to following him, then I hope that you will receive some healing today. Maybe you'll come forward later for some healing. And I hope that you would receive some healing. But actually, more than that, my biggest longing for you, if you've never received forgiveness, is that you will accept Jesus' forgiveness today. Because this will change your life forever. As you recognize what Jesus has done by dying on the cross and rising again, to pay for our sins, to pay for our past life, so that you can be forgiven, you can get a new life, a fresh start in relationship with Jesus. I mean, this, this is just mind, it's, it's mind-blowing, it's life-changing. Life will never be the same. And this forgiveness really is so important. And maybe, again, you think, like, oh, my, my past life, I've done too much. I've, I've gone too far. Like, God will never want to be in relationship with me again. But actually, that's not true. He really longs to have a relationship with us all. And, and what Bethan said earlier about, he's always embracing, embracing never rejecting. That, that's, that's how he comes to us today. So I want to take a moment now just to pray for that. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, would you come? Let salvation rise up in this room and online. Just come 
come and yeah, bring your salvation. I wonder if, uh, I don't know, if you've just been feeling God tugging at your, your heart over the last few minutes. Maybe there's like a feeling in your stomach and you just know that he's calling you today to receive that forgiveness, to receive that fresh start. He's calling you to relationship with him. And if that's you, then why don't you pray this prayer with me? Simple prayer. Let's pray this together. Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying so that I can have a fresh start. I'm sorry that I've lived life my own way. I'm sorry for the mistakes I've made. I'm sorry for not following you. Please forgive me. And would you come and be my Lord and my Savior? Would you walk alongside me for the rest of my life? I give my life to you. Now and forever. Amen. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer, that's it. You're in. You've done it. You're forgiven. You've got a fresh start. Literally, your life will never be the same. And if you have prayed that prayer for the first time, why don't you tell somebody that you came with today? Why don't you come and tell one of us later on? We'd love to pray for you. We'd love to do some next steps with you. If you're online as well, you can press a button to say that you've prayed that prayer. We want to celebrate that together. All right, so... We're going to get praying for some people. Remember the three things. So Jesus is willing. He's willing to pray. He's willing to heal. Second thing, let's pray like Jesus. Short prayers. Speak to the, to the condition and command. And then actually remember the power is from God. It's not about us. It's about him. We just get to release what God is doing. Let God do the rest. So, I'd love to give a little demonstration before we invite some people up to pray. So, a couple of ways we could do this. I'm gonna. I wonder, has anybody here got some pain in their body right now that you can feel right now? Yes, right here. Do you want, do you want to come up? Would you be, will you be up for me praying for you up up here on stage for some healing? Yeah, cool. All right, come. I'll put a face mask on so that we can um, we can chat. Hopefully, you can still hear me. Oh, it's a little bit. I'll put this under there like that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Sorry, let me. How's that? Is that is that good? Still here? Great. All right. Cool. So, do you mind if I ask your name? Talia. Talia. Great, Talia. Okay. And so, I'm just gonna pray for you for healing, a bit like I would if anybody comes forward. And you guys can take some notes. This is just a simple way that we might do this, and then we'll get some people to come and do this as well. So, we have a a model here which is called Pray. No, Ask, Pray, Ask. Okay. So start with ask, then pray, then ask. There's some postcards around. Very good. So Talia comes up, and I'm going to ask you, what, what is it that you'd like Jesus to do for you today? What, what, where can you feel pain? What's hurting? Your spine. Okay, cool. And um, sometimes it's helpful to know how much pain you're in. Okay, so if, if it was like a, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much pain are you feeling now? If 10 is really, really bad, and 1 is not too bad, a 10. Okay, so it's really bad. Okay, it's good to know. All right. And so what I'd like to do, is it all right if I put my hand on your shoulder? Is that okay? So I can ask permission. And um, it might be that you can put your hand on if it's like the arm or if it's the, air, the head or on your back. Would it be all right if I put my hand on your back? Is that okay? And 
then we just want to pray. So I've asked, now it's pray, and then we ask again. So we're going to pray. And I'm going to keep my eyes open because I want to see what God's doing. I'm just going to pray. In Jesus' name, back be healed. So I'm just speaking to the back, saying, be healed in Jesus' name. And then we're going to wait. Yeah, you, you can reach out a hand if you want to reach out a hand. We're just going to wait and see what God does. Yeah, more Lord, more Lord. Yeah. Okay, and then after a moment, we'll stop and I'll say, Talia, how's it going? We ask again, okay? So we've asked, we've prayed, we've asked, how does it feel now? Is there any difference? Okay, it's gone down to about five. Wow, that's good. Okay, so that's pretty cool. So it's different. So it's not healed all the way but there's definitely some movement. And you're not being kind to me. No? Okay, okay, good. Because you're allowed to be mean. You're allowed to say if it's not. Okay, okay, so about five. Okay, that's good. Isn't that exciting? So God is doing something, right? And we, we didn't practice this, did we, before? No? Okay, good. So, yeah, we have met before, but we didn't, we didn't you know, I'll pay you later, all right? I'll pay you later. <laughs> no, so you've had some healing. This is good. I would love, I'd love to see if we can get it all the way down to zero. Would that be all right? Yeah? Okay, so we're going to pray again. Jesus gets to pray twice in Mark 8 for a man to receive his sight, okay? The first time, the man can see trees walking around. The second time, he gets his sight back. So I'd love to pray again for you. Okay. So again, I'll put my hand on your back. I'm just going to say, in Jesus' name, back be healed. All pain leave right now. We command, in Jesus' name, for full healing to come. And again, then we just wait see what God does. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. And that's it. Keeping my eyes open, just watching what he's doing. Just listening as well. Listening in case he says anything. And then after a moment, we can just stop. And I'll say, so Talia, how's it going? Be mean to me if you want. But be honest as well. How's it doing now? You don't feel anything? What, any pain? No pain at all? Wow, so, so it's gone from being a 10 to what, being a, what number would you give it now? Zero. Isn't that crazy? Wow, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay, wow. So, and again... I've not paid you or anything, have I? No? Okay, like, we, we, didn't, we didn't talk before the service or anything. So, this is amazing. God has done that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Praise God. I'm a bit shocked. No, I'm not shocked. I mean, I'm very happy. I'm very happy. This is good. This is cool. This is cool. Okay. Oh, would you be up for praying for some people now that you've received healing? You don't, if, if you want to. Okay, you can. Okay, because sometimes... God does stuff for us, and then we can release it in other people as well. But that's good. All right, thank you. You can go back to your seat, but maybe come up a bit later. I just, so that's very simple, what we do. We just ask, ask the person, what, what can we pray for? What would you like Jesus to do? And then we pray. And some top tips, you know, ask if you can put a hand on shoulder, face masks. Oh, I can take it off now. Oh. Yeah, there you go. They were praying for clarity earlier. I didn't think it would be like that. I can't get it off. I'll just leave it like that. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
So we ask, and then we pray. Keep our eyes open. We ask if we can put a hand on. And, uh, and then we pray. And we just we command in Jesus' name. And then we just watch and see what God does. Isn't that cool? And I didn't have to try really hard then. I was just, you know, it was good.